0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: We ain't nothing but some true joint G's. We ain't nothing but some G's.
0: Yeah, G's on the, the podcast. podcast.
1: Doing this again. Outside this Boxing Podcast coming to you again live March 26, 2018, on a Monday night. How's everybody doing? Hope you're doing all right. Told you guys yesterday that we're going to be coming with an emergency podcast because we have so much going on this week, and um, we were, uh, you know, we all got things going on. So um, we uh, had to had kind of wrap it up a little quick yesterday. Uh, with with a whole lot of shit going on. So, you know, uh, I'm glad everything is back to the norm. Glad my man Willa is uh, finally chilling. Um, Big, big ups, Willa. You are a heavy professional to continuously be doing this. Uh, Strong point, man. You were uh, at a music festival uh, yesterday and still over here showing it, showing it. Uh, out and putting it down for the fam out here. Um, first and foremost, Willa, how you doing, my guy, and how was your event yesterday? Hmm. No, my man barely flew in right now. Not sure if uh, he settled in right now. Yeah, but here, here about, I am, Willa. man. No, okay. no, I'm here,
0: man. My, my fault. My... Uh, yeah, man, going, had
1: bro? a great
0: time last Yeah, yeah, had a great time last night, man. Got to see my man T-Pain. That's why we had to shut it down at three. I wasn't playing no fucking games. I needed to see T-Pain spit an hour of hits. That's exactly what he did. Now, they were mostly hooks. He gave us mostly hooks last night, but I'm talking about an hour, 50, uh, 50 minutes of nothing but jams. That's what I want to see. Then I get to see my, uh, I got to see 21 Savage. I got to see Uzi Vert. I got to see, uh, some other stuff that I like to listen to, uh, um, Christian, uh, Christian France. I think that's the name of her. Christian France. They sing some old shit that I used to listen to. Uh, so I got to uh, got to listen to all kinds of music uh, last night. Got to see that the new style for white chicks with no booties is the high shorts that come up very, very high and their cheeks hang out the back. So it's like a like there's cheeks. Yeah, there's. I know how you like it, uh, RC. So I know you would have loved this. <laughs> There's cheeks, yeah. There's cheeks, but no, no roundness. It was sort of weird. Uh, my son, he was, he he got a, he went with me on Sunday. I mean on Saturday, and uh, so he was very amused at the cheeks that were hanging out. I'm very proud of that guy. He put in a lot of good work. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, Sunday got to see it all, man. Um, I would say. My favorite, my favorite people that I did get to see was uh, what are their names? They were uh, shit. I forgot the names, man. They sing uh, the music feels better with you. Like their last names like Francis or some shit. I don't know, but they Hey, it was uh, Neil Francis. That's who it was. Neil Francis. It was. Oh, okay. I got to see a lot of people, man. Had a had a had a ball, and I also got to talk boxing, which I love to do. So you know. Hey, at two o'clock, hey, as a as a thirty six year old man, I can I can make it where hey, I'm gonna be here for two o'clock usually, unless I'm on a flight, unless I got some real tough family shit going. So you know, you'll never catch me oh, drinking man. a shot and a half and not being able to wake up the next day because I'm lit. Oh, lit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, that's you
1: know. Hey. <laughs> hey. See, there you go with that one. See, that's one thing I forgot to uh, acknowledge yesterday, too, man. I don't know. I don't know how many drinks I had the night before, but you know, it was St. Patty's Day, and Jose Ramirez was popping off. And Willa, I don't know if you know this or not, but bro, where I'm at in Central California, Jose Ramirez is damn near Manny Pacquiao in the Philippines for the support that the man gets out here. See, so we got super lit, bro. I mean, I don't even remember how many shots I had. Um... Tab was something I didn't even want to talk about at the bar, but you know, we had a good time and all that. But I'm glad you had a good time and you're talking about the uh, the chicks and daisy dukes out there. I could get the, uh, I, I can visualize it right now. And especially with your young man, because I remember you at the Rocket yeah. game where a young man snatched up a photo with a beautiful white woman at the game. I was like, yo, salute. Much respect, young Wilson. <laughs> But, oh yeah, oh, they, hey, they I wanna... follow
0: him. They follow him around. But you would have loved it. Just imagine like pancakes, and then like the, the bottom <laughs> fourth is showing. That's I know that's what you love, man. The way you be tagging me on these pancakes uh, on uh, but... IG, dog. Hey, me and you are the opposite. You know, we might catch the middle. You know, your <laughs> your 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 higher uh, limit of booty. That's my low limit. So we can catch at the middle usually, (laughs) but you know, you're way down there, with like flapjacks just hanging out, man. It was sort of ridiculous, but there was some thick things out there. You know, I felt very old, but it was a good, it was a good little festival, man. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you because, um, you know, the, the music is something, um, I obviously, uh, uh, used to do retired right now, um, sleeping giant, but, um, I also was talking to somebody about uh, music this weekend um, because they're like, oh, you listen to some of this new shit, like, you know, it's all trash. Yeah, but I try to explain to young man that, or old man, I should say, look like Elmer Fudd. Was like, bro, if you listen to the music, you got to learn how to adapt with some of this new shit. Otherwise, you just get lost in time as a dinosaur. Obviously, some of this stuff is like uh, it doesn't have the talent that I grew up in being, a, uh, I was born in 87, being an 80s baby. And I know you seen a lot of the, the better music compared to what today was. But, you know, I do fuck with Louis Uzi Vert. Um, he's got some pretty dope shit out there. How was his performance out there? How long was he on stage? Uh,
0: everybody did 50 Minutes. Uh, Uzi Vert was fire. Um, I enjoy Uzi yeah, Vert. Yeah. See, something... Something that that a lot of people don't know about me is I'm a man of the world. I mean, you should know that. Um, and for sure, I I'm really I'm really big into electric music, right? So I, I got big into electric music around like '98 to about 2004. when I was real not the EDM per se, but before then, right? So, so I know how to listen to music just on where there's no words right so i can listen to 21 savage who ain't talking about shit right and get hype on it just because it's a feel you know, there there used to be a thing called scat, right, where boys used to be like Scat up, pop, pop you know, Scooty Wah, that kind of stuff, right? They weren't saying shit, but that's right, a, right. that's a type of music. So that's what I usually when people say oh they're not saying something these days, I just say like, listen to what James Brown was saying. He wasn't saying shit back in the day. Really. He wasn't saying anything. He was making noise. Listen to these scat guys. Listen to that guy, I forgot my man's name that does it, uh, Al Jarreau. There's a guy called Al You probably don't know who he is. But there's a guy, Al he's just making noise. And that's what these guys are doing. They're making music. Maybe not definitely rap music, maybe the lyrics, but the music has a feel to it. And I enjoy the feel of music. And uh, that's what I got a lot last night. And also, let me shout out um, Sylvian Esso. Uh, It's like a little, I don't know if it's a husband and wife duo. They got a song called Coffee that I have on my playlist. They just popped up on the scene, um, you know. I actually won these tickets, so it wasn't—I I didn't plan to go. Just won these motherfuckers went, so I got to see a lot of music that I thought I would never see. Got to see a lot of people perform that I thought I would never see, like Uzi Bird, like Twenty One Savage, like these guys. So very appreciative. Don't hate on the don't hate on the new music, old people. Just just uh, open your ears and open your heart. Just open your close your ears a little bit and open your heart when you feel it, and you'll get the gist of everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. That's what I try to explain to people, you know. Um, obviously, we ain't going to have um, some of these, I mean, like underappreciated rappers nowadays, you know, I, I appreciate intellectual um, artists and people that have a story behind them. You know, um, I don't. big Nas. I mean, that's my that's me. I, I like that East Coast style, um, being on the West Coast. Sometimes I can tell people really don't feel that flavor. Method Man, Nas. Um, shit like that. So uh, I get it, but at the same time, I could I could, I could slap that new shit, man, because, uh, you know, it, 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 the game's changed, and, you know, you got to just blend in with it. Otherwise, you just, you know, get stuck where you at. I, I had somebody over here, a uh, little house party I had. We're throwing on some music on YouTube, and he he was like, you know, this shit's garbage. Let me put on a song, and he puts on a song where dudes is rocking. Uh, triple X's and shit so triple X t-shirts and you remember that time so yeah I was like okay, yeah, there's you know a time, time and place for
0: everything yeah there's a time yeah. and place for everything like I said I was watching T-Pain you know T-Pain was a part of the baggy era you know T-Pain was what 2000 Yeah, cool, maybe yeah, 2002 yeah. you know yeah. so T-Pain was part of the era so you know it's a time for everything uh, when I hear these young guys rap I don't want to hear nothing and about intelligence. I want to hear I want to hear these guys go hard about nonsense or uh, about love and happiness like so So before we get on boxing I know we're way off but I'm looking forward to the Ray Shermer album Sherm Life 3. I'm waiting for that. The Little Boat 2 Little Yachty who is the worst rapper in the game Little Boat 2 <laughs> is fucking <laughs> dope. Little Boat 2, if you're listening to me now, go check that out. He ain't talking about nothing but the banging. It's just he's got nothing but bangers in there. That shit is off the hook. Little Boat 2 is the best CD co- that came out so far. And uh, and I'm looking forward to Ray Shermer. So that's where I'm at. I jam. And when I'm in the car, I'm usually jamming 90s hip-hop uh, or R. Kelly, something like that, uh, you know, when I feel like uh, – uh, getting my uh my Takashi six nine on. But you know, so so it is what it is. That's yeah, that's just what I want to say. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to the In Bloom Music Fest. It was fucking dope as hell. It wasn't hot as shit this weekend. It was about seventy all all weekend, so you didn't have to get into the oh, shade. Okay. Chill. It was an excellent week. Had an excellent time with the fam. And uh, shout out to Academy for hooking a brother up with them tickets. Y'all got academies out there? like a dicks y'all got
1: yeah, dicks out there, i mean no no <laughs> no nah, nah, nah. we we got that out here man but it's just a whole um i mean the last um concert i went to um it, it sucks because out here in, in in central cali we should have been had a, a a lot more coming through recently but they got shut down if you can remember the last uh kanye west tour before he went all crazy he was supposed to have one over here in fresno after they left sacramento but that's when infamously he went off stage in Sacramento after about five minutes and shit like that. So a lot of the stuff we got out here is a lot of Bay Area affiliated because, you know, that's just the kind of world it is. Somewhere in Central California being about, you know, two and a half hours up north. But, um, yeah, you know, the hype movement, they're still doing their own thing. Um, one of the groups that uh, I could probably turn you on to if you check out SOBXRME, they got some good shit out there. So the one you're talking about that is dope, um, what was the name you just said right now? Because I can look it up, but I want to um, look it up when the when the shits out. But you were saying someone's dope right now. I wanted to check it out because I was going to advise you that one. Little boat,
0: little little yachtie. Little
1: boat. No, Lil no, boat. not little Yachty. Yes. You say he's the wackest.
0: No, no, no. I said he you... is the wackest rapper, but his little, but little boat two, which is little Yachty, that's his second album. It goes oh, a okay, okay. rally. Yes, that shit goes. Okay, dead. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna
1: have to check it out. I'm gonna have to check that out because I, yeah. I know Lil Yachty. I never really uh, was uh, turned on to him or brought to any kind of fruition for somebody. But um, hey, I I'll, I'll fuck, I'll check it out. I'll check it out, and uh, yeah, what she would it do? Oh,
0: check that out and let me know. Yeah, let me know Sunday because uh, yeah, trust me, I'm talking about hard hitters. And I did. I heard that uh, those people on uh, the Black Panther, the Black Panther uh, CD, uh, those guys that you're talking about, right? They're part of the whole oh, uh, yeah. click, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hey they go pretty yeah, hard, man. Yeah. They got that um they got that new style. But being from Vallejo Yeah, it's California, old style. Yeah, yeah it's, it's old not new style It's like I right. uh, yeah, that's that old yeah, that old Bay Area yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like I like it. I know what you're shit. talking about. Yeah, that's what's up. They go um they, they go with that new style a little bit but still have that old school involved in it. I like that shit. That's just pretty hard. I was bumping that this weekend actually. But um, yo, good shit, man. I know we could always fucking uh, we could always have a conversation about music, but we having this one because we couldn't get to a lot of stuff yesterday. I mean, after the show was over, I was like, shit, we left out a lot. But um, and, and especially being the fucking main event of the weekend, uh, biggest fight of the weekend, being between the big men. Anthony, UK sucker, Joshua. Now, I'm just talking shit saying UK sucker because of the whole Wilder fiasco going on, talking about if he comes in, we're going to freeze him out. That's still bothering me because that's, uh, you know, when you talk big, you got to back up that shit, man. And you know, um, I know you've seen Anthony Joshua out there uh, doing his impression of Deontay Wilder. Um, you, you have not seen Deontay Wilder making an impression of Anthony Joshua on some funny shit, but you catch Anthony Joshua Doing that And especially, you know, him and Eddie Hearn You know, Eddie Hearn had a a video out Asking random people in the UK Have you heard of Deontay Wilder? And everyone's looking all crazy Like, no, who's that? Man, I could walk up to so many people on the street And be like, have you heard of Anthony Joshua? And they'll say, nah, who's that? It goes both ways But they both on some funny shit And don't want Deontay Wilder Causing no smoke in the arena uh, Come this weekend but that's whatever, that's here, no there. Uh there's a lot of AJ protectors out there in boxing who uh come up with some of the most ridiculous shit you on Twitter, think- bro. Like it's crazy. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny about that RC? What's so that, I was bro?
0: checking out the uh I was checking out the uh what is the gloves off, right? Uh so I I was watching that. And Parker yeah, uh put out a put out a video. They've been talking noise, they put out a little video of uh of Joshua and he was like oh you know videos putting out videos and so that's I don't respect that and all this bullshit but then you you're telling me there's a video of them trying to clown you see what I'm saying like this guy hey I can't wait to make make my prediction this guy's full of shit and uh yeah yeah let's talk about it. my bad man I just just know that he's mad at Parker for putting out videos about him but they put out videos about Wilder right is that what we're
1: saying? Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's what they're doing, man. It's like, it's ridiculous. Like, you want to talk all this shit, but then they know Wilder's going to be in the building, and they're like, yo, he better not come in the ring, otherwise we're just going to cancel the fight. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Cut that shit out, bro. Let's that's, that's clown talk, bro. That's like, I mean, I get it. Fighters feel disrespected when, when dudes try to come in in the ring after a performance. But if it's a fight of this magnitude, like Roy Jones would say, this is well deserving of such, man. Like I want to see. Look, I'm Deontay Wilder. Like I was saying on yesterday, I don't give a fuck if he don't want me to come in there talking about he's gonna possibly freeze me out. Get the fuck out of here. I'm still gonna go in that ring, cause some shit and see what you wanna do about it because I smell fear, and I smell fear in the UK, brother. And um, I believe it was Carl Froch was on YouTube posting a video that, you know. Wilder's got him shaking, and that's going against his, 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 uh, his fellow folk. But, hey, truth is truth, man. And a lot of people don't like the truth, as I always mention, because it's like vegetables. Nobody wants to eat their vegetables, even though it's good for you. But anyways, man, we got this fight coming up that we didn't touch on yesterday. Um, pretty big fight. Uh, Joseph Parker being an underdog, obviously. But this guy, um, he's game. He's game one hundred percent up there in the upper echelons or the heavyweight division being uh when you talk about the back half or of the top five. And that's not a that's not a um that's not a problem because you know, you had um a fight this weekend with Dillian White and um and uh <laughs> and um, and what's his name? Uh the white dude I, I'm having a a, a mind right now, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Lucas Brown. And,
1: and, uh, Look at Big Daddy Brown, and, you know, he was still considered legitimate because he was top 15. Like, okay, I get it. But when you talk about Joseph Parker, a lot of people out there would be like, yo, he actually lost to Huey Fury even though he won. It's okay. Guys have a bad night. You get the uh, benefit of the doubt on the cards. Shit's going to happen, whatever. But Joseph Parker, a guy who's feeling like he's being completely uh, overlooked and has a enough of a game style that could give Joshua a problem when you talk about the fact that Dillian White you know he was probably Joshua's toughest fight before Vladimir Klitschko and he stunned Joshua once in that fight before he got stopped so there's a lot of questions about AJ still out there even though I know that the hundreds and millions of fans in the UK uh, the AJ protectors as we call them are pumping this guy up, and like I said, they say some of the most ridiculous shit online. AJ protectors are thinking that Deontay Wilder should have ran in the ring against Gillian White yesterday instead of at Joshua. Like, why the fuck would the WBC heavyweight champion of the world, undefeated, knocked out everybody he's seen, especially in his toughest fight against Luis King Kong Ortiz, stopped him? For the most part, people think it was going to go to the cards, if anything. Um you just don't do that. You just don't do that. Why would a champion, especially being the WBC champion, that green strap, rush up on somebody who's a contender? That's crazy talk, man. So like I said, man, I'd be on Twitter and I see some of these crazy dudes talking and um it's foolishness. Complete foolishness. And if you let But Anthony Joshua And
0: if you let Joshua say it, if you let Joshua tell it, Wilder was supposed to be in this fight, but he didn't step up. That was a <laughs> right. quote. From that was a that was a quote. Yeah, that was a quote on the gloves are off. Uh He said to Parker or to the guy, to the black guy, whoever. That, I think he's a boxer, British boxer, whoever that is. He says, uh, you know, Wilder should be here, but he didn't step up. So Parker did, and I respect that of him. So just just know this guy's on some foolery,
1: straight foolery, man, straight foolery. But it's all favoritism because, hey, man, look, I get it. We, well, we've been watching boxing a long time. We understand the business aspect of all this shit. But, yeah, you probably want to get these fights out the way before you get wilder because he's making, you know, somewhere around $20 million a fight over in the UK, making big money. I get it. But at the same time, we, we've been through this whole Mayweather, McGreg- or, uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao era where we waited so long. We even waited long for Canelo Triple G before it happened. And it's like we ain't trying to see this shit for the heavyweight division. So um, we'll see how it works out. I don't think it's going to happen this year because I know they're going to throw somebody at him, at him being Deontay Wilder. I know they're probably going to throw the Dillian White fight at him. And uh, they're going to – I already hear what they're saying. They're already saying, oh, it's his biggest – it's going to be his biggest payday coming to the U.K. fighting Dillian White, which is bullshit. But, you know, Deontay Wilder probably going to have to take that proposition if he wants to get the A.J. fight. These guys are just being bullies, using their power because the numbers are in uh, compared to over here in the U.S., which is a whole lot. I mean, like I said a long time before, talking about the, the subscribers to Showtime isn't up to par with subscribers on HBO, like I mentioned with Errol Spence and Peterson getting more views or, or getting less views than Lucas Matisse and that bomb he is fighting so it's all numbers and, and, and just foolery that's going on right now. They ain't, they ain't getting me with that bullshit. Well, Wilder man. did 1.4. Remember that. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, he's getting – people know who the fuck Wilder is over there now because they're asking Anthony Joshua to give impressions of him. You don't ask somebody to give an impersonation of a man if he's not recognized. So, you know, they're backing into that corner. Before, the hallway had a lot of doors for AJ to walk through. But now the doors are, uh, he's coming down to the end of the hallway where there's, like, one or two doors left for him to sneak out of. So Wilder's doing his thing, proving people wrong, did that. He wanted to do that with, with, with guys who got popped for cheating, you know. Alexander Povetkin. he was willing to go to Russia fight him, got popped. I don't blame him for not taking that fight. Had the fight with Ortiz, he got popped and still gave him a rematch and still put his ass out. So Wilder's doing, yo, the American Dream, man. AJ, uh, you want to fight? You want to fight Big Baby Miller? Uh, why you gonna fight Jarrell Miller when he ain't the upper echelon? I mean, I get it. I understand the business side of it. Get your money, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, we ain't trying to wait for this shit, man. Deontay Wilder ain't trying to wait for this shit. And, um, you know, but the, but the AJ protectors out there, they're speaking. They're speaking highly. They're thinking that, you know, Wilder's a, cream, uh, a, a cakewalk. But they know what time it is. They're just as scared as anybody who stepped in the ring with Deontay Wilder when it comes to facing that kind of power. And we've seen AJ get stunned by old-ass Vladimir Klitschko who should have had his ass out that fight. We might be talking about Klitschko Wilder right now because Klitschko wouldn't wait no longer than after he beat A.J. to step in the ring with Wilder. But, but it's okay. We know how Eddie Hearn's working with his man, and we're going to see how it goes this weekend. Um, but nonetheless, Joseph Parker's feeling like he's being pushed aside, looked over, all that kind of stuff. Still a game dog in the fight, and Anthony Joshua looks to show more power than he actually has, because... You know, wilder got burn out there real quick, fast, in a hurry on some bully beatdown shit. Joshua's fight previous to this one coming up, he fought a midget that was on short notice, and it was a weak-ass stoppage, and I believe the 10th or 11th. I'm not sure which one off the top of my head, but I know it was in the late rounds, and it was a weak stoppage. Completely weak.
0: Yeah, 10th round. Talk stoppage.
1: Him. Yeah, against Tarkham completely weak stoppage. They ain't fooling me with none of that shit. But hey, when you got the power that at that be at this hand, I see why you want to try and pull that heel move. AJ, Joseph Parker, I wanna see Joseph Parker whoop his ass because I know he's got the skills to do it. But if that happens, that's just gonna get a rematch and then we're gonna probably have to wait till two thousand one or uh, two thousand twenty one to get the Wilder fight So Bottom line being Anthony Joshua I don't know why you want to continue to get More and more money fighting these chumps When you can, you already got your Your bank account's doing good And you can prove to the world Because they're over here saying that the Wilder fight They're overlooking Deontay Wilder Saying that it's an easy fight That's why they're not worried about it The complete foolery of it all But Anthony Joshua Nonetheless you know, Eddie Hearn bending over backwards for this guy, letting him do whatever he wants. He's running rough shots, so
0: it is what it is, man. I'm
1: not really worried about it, but Anthony Joshua, Joseph Parker this weekend, I am gonna be all in on that one because I want to see what Deontay Wilder does. He's got the cho- hey, the choices in his in his command. I don't think that they're gonna have you know a bunch of security guys watching Deontay Wilder not to get in the ring. I think they're gonna leave it as a choice to him. But we'll see how it works out. Nonetheless, man, this fight coming up, going to be a big one. Hopefully, Anthony Joshua could make some good work with his height. Um, I want to see him face adversity because I don't think it's going to be easy at all. Like I said, his toughest fight before Vladimir Klitschko was Gillian White. Who the fuck is Gillian White? He had a good knockout against Lucas Brown. But Lucas Brown's garbage. And like you mentioned, when the gloves were off, he's talking about this fight just trying to get a paycheck and retire, it damn near sound like. So um, his toughest fight was a dude was a dude like Dillian White and a guy that was an old-ass man and should have had him out of there. All right. Deontay Wilder had his toughest fight against the dark horse of the division, probably number three behind himself. And AJ himself being Wilder. And Deontay dropped his ass three times and put him out. And one of the best heavyweight fights I've seen in a while. But we're going to see what's going down this weekend. Prediction-wise for myself, mm, I can expect something late. I don't think it's going to be an early stoppage. I think that they're both going to be on the drawing board. I think that's going to be a style matchup to start the fight off. But at the same time, the later it gets, the worse it gets for Anthony Joshua. Because when a guy has that much muscle, he's going to need a lot of gas to withstand some of this shit. And I think Parker's going to touch him early. And we're going to see how AJ's going to respond. I thought Wilder was going to get dropped by Ortiz. And shit, he almost did. But he stood up and took it like a G. I do think that AJ will get dropped because I've seen him before on just a straight from Vladimir Klitschko where my man just folded like an accordion. Folded and got up and had nothing to show for it. So whenever the AJ protectors want to say, ooh, they should have stopped the fight, looks like Ortiz stopped him in that seventh round fuck out of here. Wilder never went down. I've seen Joshua fold survived, and did what he had to do. It's all good. But I could see him getting caught with something against Joseph Parker, a guy who completely overlooked, very young. I think he's about 26 years old. Young fighter with a lot of strength, good technique, really good speed for being a heavyweight at that. But I think eventually we're going to catch up to the the power of Anthony Joshua because we... uh, I'm over here talking about him like he's just, you know, some average Joe, which I apologize to the Anthony Joshua fans out there. (laughs) He's legit as it gets. Dangerous fighter, but at the same time, everybody got flaws. But I think Anthony Joshua will end up catching him with something in about the ninth round. And we know how those refs are over there. All he got to do is catch him with a two-piece biscuit follow it up with them, and the refs are ready, ready to stop the fight. And we know what the agenda pushing on this shit is. In Russia, the referees are like, if he dies, he dies. And the UK, if he's in danger, stop the fight. They don't fool nobody, man. So I got Anthony Joshua on this one. By technical knockout, I don't think that he will be seeing, uh, I don't think he'll be taking an early nap like Lucas Brown did, I think it's going to be a technical knockout referee going to stop Parker from himself. And Anthony Joshua is going to feel like the big man that he is. And just, what's he going to say after this fight when the questions of Wilder happen? Nah, we're not going to fight Deontay Wilder. now. Nah. I want to see him do some of that Deontay Wilder shit talking that he's been doing. He's been talking that funny stuff. But he ain't about it. And uh, Wilder, I'm going to see what he does afterwards. Because, man, we are this close to having one of the biggest heavyweight fights since I don't know when. But I understand if they want to marinate it for one more fight. I get it. And I I see it happening. Wilder and Joshua is not going to happen after this. It's going to be one more fight. They're going to throw Dillian White at Wilder. And, mm, I don't know who the fuck they're going to throw at Joshua. Tyson Fury looks like he's in shape right now. Looks like he may shape enough to fight. Uh, Guy off a fucking two-and-a-half-year layoff. uh, Probably going to be some some easy work. If they want to throw Jarrell Baby baby Miller in there, uh, that's going to be easy work. So, we'll see how it goes. But I guarantee you, man, this fight that we want so bad is not going to happen after... This Saturday But We're going to be that much closer To being able to have An a undisputed heavyweight champion of the world So My prediction Got Joshua by 9 And we'll see how it goes Willa We both pretty much on the same page About how we feel about the foolery going on But I don't know how we feel on our predictions So what you got my man
0: Well yeah Um Couple of things, man. Uh, on Saturday, there's going to his, uh, um, my fault, uh, Joshua. His three biggest enemies in the game will be in the building. Um, of course, uh, Joseph Parker, who's coming to try to take his belt. Of course, Deontay Wilder, who's also eyeing that fight. But you've mentioned the fat boy. And uh, what I got is that he will possibly oh, possibly be walking Parker to the ring. So he'll be in the mix. So we'll see. Will, Saturday, during the daytime, I guess, on, on Saturday. So that's I think that's going to be pretty hype. I want to, like you said, I want to see what happens with that. You know, while there's a uh, – a uh, rhyming sort of country dude, and 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 um, Fatboy is very slick, and he talks a lot of noise, and they both hate Joshua, so I want to see how that goes. Uh, as far as the fight, uh, on my flight today, I, I, I checked a lot of Parker's fights, well, a lot. I just checked out highlights, seeing what he's got. I've seen him a couple of times just to see exactly what he has. Like you said, he's a... Uh, He's a big dude, strong dude, but he's fast. Uh, and he looks like a cruiserweight in there, sort of. He's still a big heavyweight, but he, you know, he sort of, he, he he moves smooth in there. And uh, he's coming to win. He's coming to knock Joshua out. And so my prediction, <clears throat> you know, the way it just looked with the face off, the way these guys are talking eye to eye, Joshua, he's, I don't know. He's not as, it doesn't seem like his confidence is that high and it never really does. I guess he's always like, you know, the laid back dude, but he didn't seem as confident. He gave the guy respect that this is going to be a second hardest fight. He said, I'm giving it to Vladimir, but the way he said it, I think he knows this might be his hardest fight. Uh, uh, So I think what's going to happen is Joshua, it's going to be a great fight. I think Joshua's gonna get put down once. I don't think Parker, being the Samoan cat, is gonna is gonna get uh, slept by this guy. But I think he's gonna lose. It's gonna be a, a a split decision win for uh, AJ, and I wouldn't be surprised if we come out of it thinking that he lost the fight. With that said, I agree with you. Um, I think Parker's gonna put a damper in the party that we were looking for and they'll probably do a rematch. Uh, That's how I see this going. I see AJ getting worked, getting tired by the faster guy, um, and getting rocked at least once, but still winning, you know, and getting a little UK love, some crumpets and tea. And, yeah, that's how I see it going, man. So don't be surprised if we get the foolery and – you know, in a rematch. I could see that happening. Parker's all right. I saw him fight Takum. That's the guy they both fought. Uh, it was almost the same. Takum is a tough guy, uh, and, and he was prepared for the Parker fight. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty good fight. I'm excited about this fight. Two light-skinned brothers from, uh, from somewhere else doing their, you know, about to go in for the championship or uh, three of the belts, and uh, be waiting for that fourth one. So, yeah, great fight. Looking forward to this stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, back-to-back uh, weekends. Well, not back-to-back. Yeah. The last fight was last week. Yeah, so back-to-back fights of heavy Uh, – back-to-back weekends of heavyweight boxing. That's always, you know, a good thing. Hopefully, we get to see some fireworks, and I think we will.
1: Yeah, for sure. I wish I could have uh... – uh, talk to Nino before we did this because I know how much of an A.J. Protector Nino is and thinking that Wilder is a, uh easy work just like a lot of those guys over there which might just be complete biasness because I like to consider myself being unbiased with this whole thing because um, as you know I was never the biggest Wilder fan but um, I did mention years ago that there's a the possibility of him being a late bloomer and it might not look like the most beautiful late bloomer, but nonetheless, he is looking like a late bloomer. Um, how high of the caliber, that can be debated. But nonetheless, man, Deontay Wilder has been uh, been been doing work. And um, for him to show the heart and the determination that he did against Luis Ortiz, much respect, man, because a lot of people who would have been in that much danger, uh, I really do think that pretty much every one of the top 10 contenders in the heavyweight division, including Anthony Joshua would have went down to those shots that Wilder took in his seventh round so um, much respect to Wilder and um, hey I'm rocking with team USA in this one I don't care what what, 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 what AJ does in this fight coming up because I' seen what kind of shot he I, I, I've seen his his heart when he took a big shot against the old-ass Vladimir Klitschko. vladimir has got a steel hand for sure, steel hammer, but my man's in his later year, and when Joshua took that shot, he didn't go straight down. He took that shot, realized the distance, and took a fold. So um, if, if there was any sort of um, pressure put on after that by Vladimir, instead of being safe, A.J. would have been done for. And that's a fact. Anybody can uh, debate me with that all they want. But I've seen weakness in Joshua. But I've seen a careful, safe Vladimir Klitschko after he finished a guy trying not to be so reckless in order to get himself caught. But if he was just on some, uh, um, I wouldn't say reckless abandonment, but if it would have been a a Klitschko from five years before, he would have finished my man real easy. And that's why you have Vitali Klitschko so upset and wanting to fight Joshua himself because when he told Vladimir Klitschko right before he hurt him, he said, you're going to hurt him, but don't pressure him. Be careful. Be safe. And he blames himself for the reason why Vladimir Klitschko ended up losing that fight because he took his advice, and his advice was the wrong advice. Um, so, it, I mean, that, that is what that is. But we'll see what kind of mannerism this Joshua character's got at the end of the fight um, if he wins. I know he's going to be talking to whoever's interviewing him and looking at the side of his face at where Deontay Wilde is at, but I want to see if Deontay Wilde is going to get up in there with him. So it makes for a, a lot of high-end drama. Um, we'll be watching this one early because of the time Air constraints Fury. from – What's that? I said
0: Air Fury will be in there. He's walking oh, for sure. he's walking uh yeah, he's walking he, Parker to the to the ring.
1: <laughs> and then you're probably gonna have Dominic Brazil out there too. It's gonna be a bunch of dudes out there, man. So <laughs> it's gonna be definitely something to watch for the uh uh ringside attractions as much as the in ring attractions. So, um yo, I'm I'm hyped for it, man. I'm looking forward to that shit one hundred percent. but if Anthony Joshua is the guy they say that he is, Looking for him to come out with the dub. I, I like your prediction by the controversial Play uh finished by Joshua and I can see that happening because they love him over there. They're gonna take care of him over there. And uh Parker ha he, he cannot let this one go to the judges because he knows what time it's gonna be. Uh only way he's gonna win this one is by KO by KO because of what we got building up. So that's just what that is. But um one other thing I wanted to cover Willem. Um, which, for whatever reason, is being put on the back burner, the uh, Terrence Crawford and Jeff Horn fight. Um, We understand why, you know, this fight isn't getting as big uh, of a push as it should because Jeff Horn, you know, the guy that um, everyone thinks that Rob Pacquiao, well, you know, people don't take him as serious as, as others Probably do, because he is a big guy, and uh, he, he uses bully tactics. So um, he he could definitely do some work, you know what I mean? But at the same time, shit 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 is what it is, and um, it's just being put on the back burner for whatever reason, man. And uh, we had Crawford postpone it with a hand injury that even a lot of people questioned at that, what's going on. People saying, because ticket sales, people saying, because he isn't ready, Janelle, (laughs) and uh, just a lot of crazy theories about this whole deal. Um, I look at Crawford as probably, you know, I mean, arguably the best fighter in the world right now when you check the boxes of, you know, all the technique, power, I mean, everything, if you look at a boxers, all in all, Crawford probably checks damn near all the boxes. Um, and I know people give us a lot of shit, or, well, I've been getting shit because of when we when we had named uh, Suresh at and Visai Fighter of the Year last year. But that was on votes, man, and, hey, he had my vote, and, um, you know, what he accomplished that year, um, being the underdog twice and doing what he did, well, deserved it. And I'm not going to argue with nobody why, why he would be Fighter of the Year over Terrence Crawford. I just had my opinion and went what we had. Um, But Terrence Crawford, one of the best fighters in the world, hands down. Uh, Much deserved respect by that man. And um, for him to have this fight coming up and to, like, nobody's talking about it. They have the fight rescheduled for June 9th at the Mandalay Bay Casino. And um, uh, I've heard sources about ESPN having, like, a $5 app or whatever for you to watch this fight, so that'll be like a damn near ESPN pay-per-view for $5 and people bitching about it. You know, $5 ain't nothing, man. I ain't worried about that. I want to see this fight, and I want to see a good fight, and I expect it to be a decent fight. People might think it might be easy work. I don't think it's going to be that easy, but I think Crawford's still going to come out on top. But Terrence Crawford, for him to get no shine everybody's talking about all this other shit and for them to not give any love for Terrence Crawford and Jeff Horn is just, um, for the American fan base, it's pretty terrible, man. Cause Terrence Crawford should be getting a pretty big push. Um, as we mentioned plenty of times, Bob Arum has, you know, no and Terrence Bud Crawford in his stable, which a lot of people would say that's two top three fighters right there. Um, I don't know if I put Lomachenko there, but damn near everybody's got him there by default. But Terrence Crawford, they finally got this one rescheduled for June 9th. And um, Manalay Bay Casino, ain't no Thomas and Mac or any of that bullshit. So Terrence Crawford, he's seen the shit talk that Horn's talking about. Jeff Horn, as we mentioned, he feels like he's on top of the world after beating Pacquiao because he was talking about warning Keith Thurman. Earl Spence, everybody. So he's looking at this Crawford fight like, I'm going to teach this guy a lesson because I beat a legend like Manny Peck. Yeah. Guess you can feel a certain type of way when you've got a W under your belt. But Terrence Crawford, we all know all he needs is just a little bit of a push. He just needs somebody to rattle his cage just a little bit for him to get that goon squad out. Because ask Hank Lindy how that went, you know, pissing off Crawford. We seen how that one went down. Crawford just needs a little push, and it looks like Joe Horn, Jeff Horn, uh, did that. And um, I just, I just want to give this fight some love with the new rescheduling of it, and for people to just kind of shun this one. Um, no one's really talking about it. That's the crazy thing about it, man. No one's really talking about this fight. Even though it got rescheduled and Jeff, uh, and um, Terrence Crawford is one of the best fighters in the world. It's just crazy to me. I think it's going to be a better fight than people expect, but now that this one is finally set up again, well, it's time to get one of the best fighters in the U.S. of A in the ring against one Jeff Horn. How you feeling about the whole rescheduling? And uh the lack of respect that this fight is getting, Willis?
0: Really. Oh man, um I'm like Janelle. I think uh, you know, Crawford, it was such a, uh strategic <laughs> a strategic uh uh move to move it back a little bit. I I think he's getting ready for that weight. He need a little more time, which is all good. Uh Horns a big dude. Um but uh I don't think it's getting a lot of hype just because there's a lot of boxing and there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, we've got the Wilder-Parker fight. Uh, I mean, not Wilder, we got the Joshua-Parker uh, fight. We've got uh, Canelo, you know, getting popped for the uh, mysterious meat, the mystery meet. So there's a lot of stuff going on in boxing. <laughs> and Carl Crawford being a guy that doesn't talk a lot, that doesn't make these uh, – that doesn't, you know, make these videos and do, do all that. Who's on Instagram with his boo? You know, he's not doing a lot of stuff. He's so he's he doesn't get a lot of name recognition. He doesn't get a lot of bo, uh, pop from the from the audience. So, I mean, from the fans and from you know people that are uh, people that are just you know on the on the edge of boxing. So, I understand why. it Carl Crawford? I mean, Carl Crawford, Terrence Crawford will never hit that peak um, until, uh, unless he changes it up, he's got to change something up. You know, maybe he needs to get with, maybe he needs to, you know, uh, 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 I don't know what he needs, but he he, I, I, he obviously doesn't have that kind of uh, pizzazz and that kind of, uh, I guess, you know, his, uh, the way he is, isn't the type of person that, you know, that people want to, you know, hear from, I guess. So, He's all boxing. He's all no no nonsense. So that's why I don't think it's a big deal. Or people aren't talking a lot about it. When the fight happens, it will get its just due. You know, people that respect boxing will respect this fight. Um, this guy's trying to you know trying to come from undisputed, drop all those belts, and do the same thing in another another weight class. So you know, much love to Crawford. I'm ready for the fight. I'm, I'm I'm ready to see what's going to happen. You know, I know we're not making the predictions, but I think it's going to be a good one. And, you know, I'm not mad at it, uh, at anything that's happening. The pushback or the lack of love is getting right now. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on. And Crawford's name is way down there. If Canelo's in the news of boxing, that's what people are going to talk about. When, uh, when Joshua's in the news of boxing, that's what people are going to talk about. Crawford, although he's the best in the game, people are not talking about him. And, you know, that's
1: it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he he uh, he's an all-business kind of guy. He's not going to come out here jibber-jabbing before a fight or anything like that. He's been on Twitter. If anybody follows him on Twitter, he'll say a lot on Twitter. But when it comes to microphones and all that stuff, he's about his business, which is much respect because he takes care of his business. So um, I'm just glad that one got rescheduled. Um, um you know, and uh, and uh, hopefully this fight gets his due diligence because I know a lot of people out there think that Horn Rob Pacquiao and he's undeserved of this fight. But at least the guy, the Aussie, has got enough cojones to get in the ring with a guy like Terrence Crawford, who um, a lot of people will possibly avoid. So we'll see how it goes down. But, um... Yeah, man. Um, two things I wanted to cover was those two before um, um, the show had ended yesterday, and I think that we got them covered. Uh, but what's going on with you, Willie? Getting off the plane and uh, getting back in the crib right now, or what?
0: Oh, yes, sir. I'm out, out here at this stop about to get me something to eat, and then headed to the crib.
1: <laughs> All right, that's what's up, man That's what's up. I'm probably going to do the same thing, man I got a ticket check right down the street from my spot And um, I'm just chilling right now Well, shit, man, I'm um, glad we could get this one Out the way right here, man um, Because we needed to touch on it So, um, yeah, bro um, Any final things You got to say before we Wrap this one up right here, my man
0: Oh, no, no, no man Just happy that we got to do it You know, uh yeah, like I always, doing talking boxing. Oh, and Wilks may be back, may not be back. You never know. We'll see. It's a gamble, like life, Russian roulette, man. So we'll see what's up, man. Hey, appreciate you being able to talk tonight, man. Uh, you know, I know you want to get this in, so. I think it was good.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, if you got anything going on on Wednesday that you want to touch up on, because I know we got a whole lot of crazy shit going on in the world today. Just let me know, and you know, I'll be rocking with you. Um, so uh, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, AJ protectors and Josh uh, and uh, and our Parker supporters, uh, hopefully um, we did right with this one because we forgot to touch on the fight that was coming up on the weekend. But it was just so much shit going on in boxing. Um, with everything that's said here, that's on the table, and um, I'm gonna get back to. Uh, Watching Monday Night Raw and checking out my snowflake, Alexa Bliss. And uh, for everybody out there, you guys have a good week, man. Me and Willa might come to y'all on Wednesday. We'll see how that goes. We'll be on the works with it. But Outsiders Boxing Podcast will be back on Sunday. Everybody enjoy your week. Have a better day tomorrow that you had today. Make better choices in life, folks. And we'll talk to y'all again. Outsiders Boxing Podcast, emergency podcast. And we out of here. Mama, I love you. Four, 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 P.O.P. I'll live